Have you ever wondered why you aren't getting the results, relationships, or life that you want, or why some of your clients run into the same problems? I'm certified life coach, Lindsay Pullman, and I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. There's just more to understand about the multifaceted beauty of the human body. I believe that being trauma-informed is an essential standard of care for coaches, and I'm here to support life coaches who recognize that there is so much more than mindset work when it comes to supporting ourselves and our clients responsibly. So glad you're here. Come on in. coaches. I'm so glad you're here. I'm coming at you live today from the French Pyrenees. If you don't follow me on social media or you don't know me very well, my family lives in France. We like to travel in the summers. Sometimes we do a big trip to the States. This year we decided really made sense for us to stay in Europe and bounce around here a little bit. So if you're following me on Instagram, you're probably seeing a little bit of that. If you're not following me on Instagram, you can go there to see more, but I'm in this really cool condo up in the French Pyrenees and it's just like forest bathing, nature bathing. So there's so much of that. It's amazing and it's beautiful and it's green and it's soothing and grounding. And it's also hilarious because I don't think this would be hilarious to everybody, but we're in this area where cows and goats and every animal llamas are sent to pasture for the summers. And so we're actually really surprised at how much poop we see everywhere. And it's not like a gross amount, but it's enough that my kids are like watching their feet. And I, I hope this isn't too much information, but I now really think I know what a cow pie is. <laughs> if you've heard that term, I'm like, yep, I think I know why they call it that now. Anyway, we're up here. We're happy. We're enjoying our last month of summer because even though it's August in Europe, we don't start school till the tail end of August. Sometimes it's not even till after Labor Day, but this year, I think it's the last week of August as well. And let's jump into what I'm talking about today. So I am talking about why being trauma-informed is inclusive. And the first thing I want to just offer is what is inclusivity? Okay. General definitions might say that inclusion refers to creating an environment where people, all people are truly welcomed, valued, respected for all of who they are, regardless of differences. It's not the same as just tolerance. It's not just putting up with people. It's like full acceptance. And when I think about the coaching industry, especially for us coaches who we market on Instagram and things like that, I think of inclusivity as being aware and conscious of that in our marketing and setting up programs that are inclusive as well. When I first got started as a coach, I remember coaches saying things like, yeah, I don't do feelings. I'm a business coach, or I don't do that. I'm this type of coach, or I'm this type of coach, or I want to coach on the fun stuff and trauma isn't fun or different things like that. And I get that. The big thing I want to focus on is just this idea of when we decide that the process that works for me will work for them, my process, my container, because at the end of the day, you are your own human as a coach with your own predispositions your own makeup, inherited traits, traumas, cultural interpretations and internalizations, social perceptions, religions, all the things, right? Like you are your own unique human. There is no other you. And I think it can be really helpful to be mindful of that with our clients when it comes to marketing or deciding that we're the expert, they need us, they need our process, they need to do it this certain way. Saying that your process works for you, so it will work for everyone, is like saying my process for studying and acing an exam worked 
So it should be the same for everyone. And when we think about it in that way, scholastically or academically, it's yeah, your process could work for others, but everyone, like some people want to take walks every five minutes when they study. Some people take breaks, some don't. There's just so many different ways to ace an exam or get an academic result. And I bet you money, there isn't one student in the classroom who does it the exact same way as every other person. And I've had friends where we study, we go to the same class, we study for the same exam, same amount of time, and we get different grades. So we're just so different. Let's say we're all on one side of the playground and you've gotten to the other side of the playground. There's a million ways to get there. Maybe you've got some crazy jumping skills. So you're like, all right, we're going to jump off swings a lot. That's the way to do it. Some people can't jump off swings. Some people are deathly afraid of rock climbing walls, or some just aren't interested in climbing up slides the way that you did to get to the other side of your figurative playground. Right. And so I think it can just be mindful to be like, yeah, maybe it worked for me because I inherited these like crazy jumping skills as a kid. And I developed it. My dad has these caps. I got these caps, but other people might not. And the toughest thing is to watch people try to run the playground like another coach. And then when it doesn't pan out, they end up blaming themselves. They blame themselves because of more conditioning and internalization of ownership and accountability, which that's a whole other episode. But what if it's just different? Like maybe you jumped off the swings 20 times and then you climbed up the slides 10 and then you ruled in the sand a little bit, but someone else wants to do it differently or actually can't do it that way and needs to do it differently. So again, it's just, The idea that one process works for everyone is not expansive to me. And it doesn't support the notion of humanity's true depth. Like we know that two people, even twins with the same DNA can witness the same event or be a part of the same event. And one can become traumatized and another doesn't. What I want to toss out to you is this idea that for healing and business growth, one size might not fit all either. And this is something that like, I have observed with clients going into containers that are more of a one size fits all mold. And they go in thinking rightly, because this is what they've been told that like, if they check off these boxes, they'll come out with a certain result. And then when it doesn't happen, they use their thinking against themselves. There's something wrong with me. I must've missed something. I'm defective. Or maybe their responses are a little bit more reactionary towards other people. But ultimately we move over to that shame side of the continuum. And this also makes sense because of the teaching and conditioning we've been on the receiving end of mindset work. So again, recognizing that one size fits all is a little bit lacking in truth, I think can be helpful for you to understand for your business. And then we've been told that this process works, but it didn't work for us. And then we just blame ourselves more. So I think it can just be helpful to be like, yeah, maybe that idea is a little bit lacking in truth. And then I think the other thing too, is when we believe in this one size fits all process, it's not locking into clients gifts. There's so many different ways that our clients deserve to see and experience the playground of business. Maybe our clients are cartwheeling all-stars and they don't know it yet. And that's not something that you're necessarily supposed to know. Maybe you'll get into it if it's or something. But if you're trying to get them to do it like you, what if the best outcome would actually be for them to turn inward and feel safe enough to check in with themselves, what they need to be like, wait, I actually really like cartwheels. 
can I get across the playground with cartwheels? And so if your eyes roaming on your process, you're feeling to have your eyes on your potentially helping your clients tap into their gifts, their needs, and their values and building their business based on their values, not your values. And there aren't right or wrong values. It's just a difference of preference. And we want people to live lives that are aligned with their values. Yeah. If you, coach, if you have these coaching containers, first of all, where you're like, my process works, I'm not saying that again, you're responsible for everything, but I'm also not saying that you're responsible for nothing. And I, and generally I think as female coaches, like we already naturally take on too much responsibility for our clients results. So if you're here listening, then you might not even have to pay attention to this. As thought leaders, we can facilitate a shifting of our knowing around our clients' abilities to hold them into themselves and to connect deeply and lovingly so that they can bring out their gifts. And this leads into my third point as to why the one size fits all container just doesn't make sense to me and why I don't think it's super inclusive. And that is that it consciously or inadvertently keeps you in a space as an authority figure, when your client actually deserves to recognize that they are the authority figure over their lives, you're not living with their result. They are. <laughs> so for me, this is a really big deal because the goal of coaching, regardless of niche is to teach your client to be their own personal authority figure over their lives. And again, when we are trauma informed, the cool thing is, and I'll talk about this a little bit more at the end of the episode, but as trauma-informed coaches, it's just so much easier to recognize like the nuance and how multidimensional humans are. I think another thing too is sometimes, especially if you're a coach and maybe you're a pretty seasoned coach, maybe you've inadvertently been made an authority figure. And that can be confusing because your clients are putting you on this pedestal and you're like, well, I'm just a human here too. But also this is something that you can be mindful of in your marketing as a coach. If you're telling people that your way is the way and the way, not a way, but the way you might be unconsciously setting yourself up as an authority figure and bringing people in who expect you to be that for them too. And so even in your marketing, that's something that you can be mindful of so that things don't backfire when you bring in clients who are looking to you in that specific way. Because for me, I as a coach, I want to support egalitarianism, safety, and clients creating an environment to develop out their personal authority. Again, I just want to say generally, if you assume or presume that your model journey or map, if it's a very constricted model journey map or container, and everyone needs to follow your process to get your result, it just might be something to think about. Is this truly inclusive? Is this inclusive of a lot of people or is it just inclusive of the people who have general makeup like me? Generally, same amount of privilege, generally to bring on this type of energy, generally like check boxes and things like that. Okay. I don't want to say that inclusive is bad. I'm going to talk to you more about why I like the idea of inclusivity, but I think it can just be helpful for you as a coach to recognize again, how multi-layered we are as humans. So you might be thinking like, I'm not trauma-informed and I'm fine. My business is fine. And you probably are. And it could just be worth checking in. Does something need to change? Because maybe nothing needs to change. You're like, this is good. I'm good. I actually like that the people that are coming to me, it's this dynamic, this group. So maybe there is some alignment there with marketing and that's great. I want to talk to you about this idea of like, wherever our sliver is on the bell curve of humanity, Let's just say you're getting 
matches with your clients and it's working. And it could just be worth checking in. What is the makeup of my clientele? Is it less diverse than I would presume? Is it full of people who generally have similar backgrounds and makeups as me? This doesn't have to be a problem. And actually, I think it's really normal, especially if you're in the beginning stages of coaching. It's also just something to consider if you're wondering why so many of your clients look, walk, act like you or want to be you. And here's the thing. When our clients walk, talk, and act like us on the surface, yes, there's a general, like within that subgroup, there are a fair amount of them that will really resonate with what you have to say, but also just because they look, talk, walk, and act like you does not mean that their brain mapping is the same as yours. So that actually means the words you use matter. And even though some stuff you use and say works for you, it may not work for them. Okay. And so I've just seen a lot of clients come to me who have come out of other containers you know, wondering like, why can't I get this? This coach says this, or this person says this. And again, it's not to disparage any coaches. It's absolutely not to do that. It's just to be mindful that like, when we're trauma informed, we teach tools differently in our containers so that when people are kind of outside of maybe your spectrum, they're going to know like, oh, this doesn't apply to me because they're leaning on their own authority instead of thinking that you're the authority and you have the answers. And if they don't, then something's wrong with them. And another thing to check in with yourself too, with this sliver of the people who are coming to you, we could call it sliver stickiness. So let's say you're getting matches, but you're surprised at the amount of people who aren't getting results that you've promised, or even though you're using your process that worked for you, is turnover higher than you would expect? Or does it feel like your clients aren't getting results specific to their problems and needs? And again, it could just be worth checking in and asking yourself like, okay, how are these people finding me? Because obviously there's some sort of energetic or vibrational match when they hire me. So is the language, the energy that I'm putting out into the world when I market the same on the inside when I teach? So is there an integrity match there? I do think the more trauma-informed that we are, the more naturally this comes into play. So you don't have to think about it as much. And you might have your sliver of clients that are just coming in consistently and it's just right for you. And if you're wanting to scale that sliver, being trauma-informed will support that because your language will change. People are already attracted to the energy that you project and you're already meeting people where they are. And when you go through a program like mine, where you're trauma informed and you're working on your biggest, toughest relationship, like you taking care of yourself and new ways that you potentially never have in the past is going to affect how you put yourself out there. The words that you use such that people will be like, oh my gosh, she gets me. Where was this person three years ago? And again, language matters because you start using wording and qualifiers to your marketing and tools like that. And you're going to teach in a way that's more inclusive, realistic, and sustainable. And I will tell you, people will pick up on this. They will sense that and you will get a larger share. Your sliver will increase. And we're working in total abundant expansiveness here where your sliver increasing doesn't affect the other coaches. Like it doesn't affect another person. So there's so many people that are in need of your unique offering. So it's just a matter of utilizing your tools, your language, being trauma-informed in my opinion, to meet even more people where they're at. So let's go back to this idea 
this worked for me, so it should work for them. If it feels hard to break free from that, maybe try shifting. This worked for me. It could work for them. Or if you're like, oh yeah, this makes sense. I'm ready to think about it differently. Another way it could just be that this worked for me and I'm going to support them in finding what works for them. And again, as coaches, just because we become trauma-informed, it actually doesn't mean we have to change anything about our business or we don't have to. When I talk about inclusivity, it doesn't mean we just suddenly have to coach people that we don't want to coach. And so we want to make space for you and for where your body fits into the picture as a coach. If it takes a lot of energy for you to coach certain people or coach on certain subjects cleanly, it doesn't have to be a problem. And I know sometimes the adage is, if that's the thing, that's your work. That's what you need to lean into. But that doesn't always mean you have to dive into it. So be mindful of yourself too. I think it's natural for our shadows to be exposed as we live our lives, but it doesn't mean we have to dive into the deep end every time we know there's a shadow down there. Exposing yourself to things is a modality, but it's not the modality for everyone. So I want you to know that you can be connected to yourself and saying no to certain types of clients for any reason. This can be because you don't want to aggravate your nervous system. Every time you coach, maybe certain subject matter is boring to you now. (laughs) And what if it's just okay that you let it be boring? What if it doesn't mean anything's wrong with you? And it can also just be because you don't want to. I think the biggest thing is just being honest with yourself. That's the thing I like about helping people be trauma-informed is that helps them be honest with themselves so that they're connected to themselves and coaching in a way that's really in alignment and integrity with their values. And so just some stuff to keep in mind. And to sum up, I love the idea of how being trauma-informed is inclusive for your business. The caveats, the qualifiers you add to your tools will naturally just be integrated. It's so awesome. And it's such a beautiful way to not only meet people where they're at, but just meet more people where they're at as you're operating in more open integrity in your practice. Okay. And so I know I was focused on that business aspect, but let's not forget about your personal relationships too, because what's life if it's only about business, am I right? Being trauma-informed, of course it helps your business, but most importantly, it helps you. It facilitates the quality of life that you are seeking that you deserve. So you can build your business around you not build yourself around your business, unless that's what you want. That's why in my relationship trauma certification, we work on our biggest, stickiest relationship while educating ourselves around trauma, two birds, one stone baby. (laughs) And again, when we talk about inclusivity in our personal lives, how differently would we respond when people come to us in need who have experienced injustices, abuse, or inequality? Have you ever thought about a time where you responded one way and you felt like totally, and then five years later, you have a little more perspective and you're like, oh yeah, I would have done that differently. Being trauma-informed helps really shift our lens in a way that we can really support people who are coming to us in need. And yes, of course, it helps with your business. Most importantly, it helps you with your relationship with yourself, how you take care of yourself so that you can live the life that you deserve. You have a human right to live your life the way that you want to be alive in your life, the way that you want to as well. And being trauma-informed really supports that. Hey, come and join us. 
in this revolution. Got a crop before we walk this in evolution. So are you ready to become a part of our forever community of trauma-informed coaches? Go to lindsaypullman.com and see if my advanced certification is a fit for you. And we ready to heal this what we pursuing. Coaches change lives, it's what we doing. This the place to be, no need to panic see. We got each other's backs in this healing community. Want to know the facts? It's simple. When we coming together, yeah, we got unity.